Welcome to Christian Living Spotlight, an extension of Christian Living Magazine. We invite you to join us as we take a deeper look into the stories and ministries highlighted in Christian Living Magazine. Welcome to Christian Living Spotlight and our special New Year's episode. I'm Sandy Jones, the host of this show and publisher of Christian Living Magazine, a 501c3 nonprofit ministry. This show has been made possible by a generous grant that we receive so that we can come to you each week and take a deeper dive into the stories and ministries you'll find in Christian Living Magazine. I am so excited to have my good friend Leo Hellyer joining me today. Leo's column, Real Man's Toolbox, is easily found in just about every issue of Christian Living Magazine. Leo, thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, thank you for having me here. It's wonderful. How are you? I'm doing well. That's good. It's a good time of year to be well. It is. <laughs> Absolutely. So happy new year. Yes. Oh my gosh, I can't believe this year has just flown by. 2021 is gone and 2022 is here. Wow. And, and looking good. Yes, it is. You know, I got a, speaking of 2022, I got a sneak peek at your January column. And I have to tell you, you hit a home, another home run. I, I love your columns. Thank you. It was a, It's a great way to kick off the new year. And I just want to thank you for always being such, such an inspiration to me and to our readers. I remember when you decided to change your topic and you pitched our editor Gay and I on Real Man's Toolbox. Do you remember what I told you? I don't. I don't. What did you tell me? What I, words of wisdom did you give me? I don't think it was words of wisdom. It was just typical Sandy, but it was like, Leo, I don't care what you call it. I love your writing. It's always inspiring to me. And whatever you call it, I'm still going to read it. And I think everybody will too. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but I do love it. It's, it's, I always, one of the columns, well, I have to be honest and tell you, you know, before we go to print, Gay and I both read the entire magazine front to back. Very good. And so, and and I don't ever turn a page when I'm proofing and go, oh, this one. I love all of our columns. I love all of our submissions. Gay does such a great job, and she's built such a phenomenal team of writers. And we're blessed. I, I don't know how many people know, but all of our writers volunteer their time, talent, and expertise to us. And it's, this is truly missions for everyone. It is definitely a God thing. It really is. He's put together a good group of people, and uh, we love him, and we love the public. Well, thank, thank you for all you've done for us all these years. Oh, and, you bet. And over the years, you and I, I'll never forget the first time you reached out to me. I didn't know you. You knew you'd met Gay, but you reached out to me and said, I, I want to run some stuff by you. Let's have lunch. And you know, it was an instant friendship, and then I met Norma, your beautiful wife, and again, another instant friendship. And and I just have to tell you, I'm just, you have been such a blessing in so many ways. So thank you. You bet. And I can't imagine spending New Year's, our New Year's show with anyone else. Well, thank you. <clears throat> so I have to ask you, where did you get the idea for The Real Man's Toolbox? What inspired you? Well, as men, we usually have toolboxes to do things around the house and work on our cars and everything else. And I got the idea that, you know, our lives, you know, why sh why shouldn't we have a toolbox to get our lives put together and make those little adjustments that we need to make from time to time to keep them running smoothly? Uh, so I got the idea that, uh, you know, there's a lot of resources available out there. And uh, why not see uh, where God leads me on uh, determining different resources every month 
that uh, I can share with the uh, readers of your magazine. Oh, I love it. And it's and it's our it's God's magazine, but yeah, yes, it I, is. I get what you're saying, but yes. I I just don't ever want to lead anybody to think that just because he's asked me to be the publisher doesn't mean it's mine. It's really every day it's his and it's given back to him every day. Amen. So, you often quote some really great books. Um, Steve and I, my husband Steve and I, have both picked up several of those books and read them ourselves. Um, so, where do you where do you find all of them? Well, quite honestly, a lot of it is, in fact, most of it is God hitting me over the head with a four by four. Um, you know, I don't take subtle hints very well, uh, but it's amazing how He puts things in front of my face. It can be. It just a, um, you know, searching the internet for something else and all of a sudden a pop-up will come up. You know, God God actually uses pop-ups on the internet, okay? I have to believe he does. <laughs> uh, but uh, it, 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 it's great. And a lot of times I'll, I'll have an idea for a... Uh, for an, a, a column, and uh, I'll be going in a certain direction, and all of a sudden it'll just dry up, and there's nothing there, and that's a sign to me that okay, you're on the wrong direction, Leo. Back up. So I leave it alone. Come back another day, and then ask the Lord to be in charge and give me what He wants me to talk about, and then that's the direction that I go in. And when I do that, it's amazing how smoothly it works. You know, it's it's funny because, and I've said this so many times that when I when I submit my publisher's corner, which is my column, to Gay, I start praying over the next one, and you know, I have to tell you there are there are issues where it's like three days before we go to print before he downloads, and I'm and I'm panicking at that point. It's like, uh, Lord, it was due a week ago. <laughs> You yes. Know, even I can get fired. <laughs> well, there's times that I've come up on Gay's deadline and I'm going, I don't have anything. Can you give me another day or two? Let me see what comes up. She's awesome about she that. She is. She is. She is phenomenal. I love Gay. It's it's so funny. She and I have become really good friends and, and we didn't know each other before before this project. Right. And so, um, so, you know, all of this really just goes hand in hand with your varied career. Um, you're a non-staff pastor at a local church. You and your sweet wife, Norma, I love Norma so much, volunteer um, with with the Boise Family Life Ministry team for 20 years. You continue to serve with the Boise Rescue Mission at the River of Life Men's Shelter. And you're the president and chief firearms instructor with Helping Hands Firearm Training, LLC. You are one of the busiest people I know. I know that there's other things there too, but you don't ever put those in your bio and I'm not going to throw you under the bus on them. But anyway, um, but you're always so positive and encouraging. You absolutely amaze me. So I have to ask you, so we're going to talk a little bit about Romance Toolbox. There's so many distractions in today's busy life. What advice do you have for our young men today? And I know our ladies are going to listen too, but what, what advice oh, do you have? Oh, I hope they do. Um, the main thing is not to let the stuff of life um cloud our vision and uh, overwhelm us. Uh, and there is a lot of things going on in every one of our lives. And if, if, we, if we get to the point where all we focus on is the rough stuff that's going on, uh, then we're going to miss all of the phenomenal things that are happening in our lives. Uh, I'm not a real good journaler, 
but I try and I try and tell people, you know, we really need to remember those super things that happen in our lives. Those times when we pray to the Lord and he answers our prayers, if we don't write those down, a lot of times all we will focus on is what's not quite the way we want it. And uh, that that that's a dark place to be. And uh, God is a phenomenal God. You know, his his unconditional love for us, you know, we we can never deserve what he gives us, but he's always there. You know, when when we are in a dark place, it's because we've shut him out. He hasn't gone anywhere. We well, just need to open that door again. That is so true. And we have to remember, too, we're in a dark place. That's where the enemy wants us. Yes. The, the You know, the enemy hates the light. And if we're in a dark place and we can shine that light by sharing a memory. And, you know, our brains, I, I went through counseling many, many years ago. Um, and one thing my counselor told me, um, and I'm like you, I'm not a, I'm not a great journaler. But she said, keep a journal through this period. Right. And she says, do it on white paper in black ink because your brain is hardwired to believe what it reads in black and white. And so she said, then in, you know, four to six weeks, go back and read what you wrote today. And it'll give validity to. So when we journal the praises and the miracles and the answered prayers, and we go back and we read those when we're in those dark spots, that is the light. So that's great yes, advice. I, I, I love that, the journaling idea. So do you have different advice for maybe a little bit um, older man that is perhaps married and they have kids and they're, you know, they've got work and school and meetings and sports or activities? How do, how do they deal with all of the busyness and well, stay focused? A big part of it is we need to, and and. Quite honestly, I haven't always done a good job of doing this, but we need to cut out time in our schedule for us. We have to have some me time. We have to have some downtime. Um, even, Even if it's looking at our day planner and scheduling out a date night with our wife, number one, we need to pay attention to our wives, two guys, okay? And wives um, to their husbands. Yes. We, it goes it, both it ways. It does. It does. <laughs> but we need to have some time just for ourselves. One thing that I've I've found that I really love doing, I love going to movies and just detaching from the world yep. for two hours. Now, to show you how messed up my mind is, is I go to movies like... Um, Last Survivor and Lone Lone Survivor, I mean, and uh, different things like that that are war and special ops and stuff like that. I do that to relax. Okay, that's where my mind is. Uh, But we do need to just have that refocus where all of the stuff that's going on, the bills, the schedules, the health issues, all of that, where we can back up from all of that stuff and just encompass ourselves somewhere else and then be able to refocus and go back into the real world that we're facing. Yep. Yeah, sometimes that helps. The real world makes it easier to handle it. Absolutely. So you've you've caught a breath of fresh air and you're ready to go. Right. So we're going to fast forward um, to maybe the gentleman who is a little older and perhaps either getting ready to retire or just retired. 
what what words of wisdom do you have any words you're not there yet so what words of wisdom might you have once again look at your entire life i've found out as i'm getting close to being an official old guy next year when i turn 70 uh, i've realized that uh there's been much of my life that I have wasted in uh, not delving as much as I could have into my relationship with God. Uh, that is the ultimate answer. He has all of the answers. He's the one that wrote the book on how we operate. He, he knows us, you know. And unfortunately, we let the busyness of the world distract us a lot of times. We're, we're striving to do well in business or in the military. If we've got a military career, uh, we want to advance. We want to take care of our families. But every single step of that, we need to be advancing our relationship with the Lord as well. And if we will do that... Then when we get to that retirement time, we will have all kinds of blessings to look back at. And we'll have all times of all types of opportunities of service to do when we've got all of that free time in our life instead of going to work. Many people that I know are more busy in retirement than they were when they were working. Absolutely. And you know, one of the things I love is is um and and I'm I'm a little younger than you, a little, um, a lot. Oh no, <laughs> a, a decade. That's all. It's yeah, not that much. But as I've as I've watched so many of our friends retire, the mentoring relationships with the younger generations that they're developing, and I love that. Right. I I absolutely love that. Um, our youngest son lost his wife six years ago, and, mm. and um, that's about when you came into our lives actively, and, mm. and so you kind of walked that journey with us. But I remember one day she came to me, and she said um, she had a jacket or a pair of pants or something, and she said, can you sew the button on this for me? I don't even know how to sew on a button, and it was a mentoring opportunity. Right. And so, you know, and it wasn't, she had a phenomenal mother, but her mother had like nine children. And so she, there was just no time. They were busy people. Mm -hmm. And so, but it was a mentoring opportunity. And I've, and I've kind of paid more attention as I've gotten older and I'm seeing this happen more and more. And I love that, you know, look for mentoring opportunities too. Um, I told my mom 20 years ago, I could retire any day. And she said, you'd die of boredom. And I said, no, I would be as busy as I am now, but it would be all volunteer work. Right, and so there's so many people and places out there that need help. Um, so in your spare time, <laughs> we laugh. <laughs> you teach concealed carry classes, and I have to, I want to ask how you got started, but I have to tell you, I I took the classroom portion. I you know I grew up in a hunting and fishing family, and so I you know I cockily thought that I knew everything there was about carrying a gun, but you know realized that some formal training probably wouldn't hurt. So I signed up and took your classroom portion of your class. And you're a great teacher. So thank you for that. But how did you get started in that? Well, quite honestly, um, I was at work. um, And uh, my our CEO came up to me one day and asked me if I'd be willing to uh, conceal carry at work because we had some issues in the work environment. And uh, I had not carried a firearm for 30 years since I'd been in the military. Just had not had a need. 
Um, I didn't dislike firearms. Uh, in fact, I liked them. It just that that wasn't in our wheelhouse. So I said, yes, I would. And as a part of that, I got myself retrained since I hadn't been done that for 30 years. And uh, I, once again, I, I feel that this was, a, this was like the second time in my life that I really, truly, truly felt God leading me in my life because everything just started falling into place. Um, I got trained uh, here locally with a uh, uh, person that was a retired Boise police officer. I got some phenomenal training from him. Uh, then I found a uh, national organization that I really liked what they were talking about, and I went to their headquarters in Wisconsin, got trained there as an instructor. And then a month later, the director of training called me back, wanted me to be a training counselor so that I could then uh, certify instructors nationwide. And all of this just fell into place. So here I am in Boise, Idaho, and I end up being the furthest west training counselor that this organization has. And I hadn't touched a firearm in 30 years. But it came right back, and God just opened doors and has given me a, a lot of opportunities, not only to share my experience and knowledge with concealed carry and firearms, but also be able to witness to people about God's love for them. What a great, what a great way to do it, too. Yes. You know, because um, it, that's, that's a unique field to be able to share that in. It is. So, um, so... One of the things that I also mentioned earlier is that you work with the Boise Rescue Mission. Yes. You specifically work in the Men's River of Life. I do. Shelter. Um, and because I know you, I know that there are some rewards there, but it's also a challenging position. So what drew you to the rescue mission? Well, quite honestly, uh, that was 21 years ago. I've worked at the mission now for 21 years. Um, I was at the time working for um, one of the major hospitals here in town. I was running eight of their rehabilitation services units, having a great time, great company to work for, great people to work for. I walked in one morning and I just didn't feel that I belonged there. And I couldn't shake it. It was a weird feeling, just couldn't shake it. Went and talked to my boss and make a long story short, uh, within 30 minutes, I ended up quitting my job. Wow. I went back home. My wife was still asleep. I woke her up. She was getting ready to go on a two-week mission trip to the Czech Republic. So I says, hey, guess what I did, honey? And she says, what? And I says, I quit my job. She says, you what? I said, I quit my job. And he says, well, what are we going to do? This is the first time in my life I've ever done anything like this. I says, I don't know but God's going to take care of it. I love it. The next Sunday, she's in the Czech Republic. I go to church. There's a one-inch square cutout from the local newspaper from Tony Chung, who was the executive director of the mission at the time, asking for full-time employees. I went and talked to Tony the next week, ended up uh, getting a job as a warehouse manager, not an office manager that I was doing. Uh, but uh, I ran the warehouse for 10 years, and now I've been at the men's facility for 11 years. Just thoroughly love it. It's challenging. Sometimes we'll get to the point where you just go, why am I doing this? 
you know, you get frustrated, you get introspective you, and all of this, but then you'll have somebody that'll come up to you at Albertsons or somewhere else in town and say, hey, Leo, I've been sober for five years. Thank you very much. And you go, that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. And thanks for the reminder, Lord. Yes. Absolutely. Thank you, Jesus. Well, you know you know me as well as anybody and know that the rescue mission has a very special place in my heart. I did not realize that you've been there longer than our friend Reverend Bill. I remember Reverend Bill's first day at the mission. It was a very interesting day. We'll leave it at that. Uh, but he has been a phenomenal leader and has taken this ministry further than any of us ever believed that it could go. And it's, yes, it's a lot with Reverend Bill, but we know that it's God and Reverend Bill's leadership and his response in God's direction that has allowed this ministry to go where it is and this loving community. Yes, I, I agree. I I recently was invited to attend a luncheon where he was honored and um one of the things that I said, well, I first met him shortly after he came. I was at the Daily Paper. I was a sales rep, and I had the territory at downtown Boise. And so the rescue mission was my advertising client, which meant I called on them once a year. Gotcha. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But the thing that struck me was, as an advertising sales rep, you're not always treated with a lot of love it's not a warm fuzzy (laughs) and he was always so polite and so kind every time i had to go see him and that really struck me you know and i think that um in building his leadership team and everything that's been part of it i um i knew we would not have trouble talking so we're, we're down to our last minute and a half here um what words of wisdom do you have for anyone who may be needing help right now as we're, as we're wrapping up the holidays and things are changing. So many of us uh, find ourselves in positions where we have needs. We need to uh, admit that and we need to reach out. Um, number one, you live in a community where there are so many people that are just eager to do anything that they can do to help somebody else. Um, we need help. Uh, Right now, our whole society is uh, living on the edge for the most part. And for the vast majority of us, all it takes is one catastrophic event at the wrong time, and you're finding yourself in a world of hurt. When you look at uh, the rental fees and how they've gone up, when you look at home values, how they've increased gas prices, everything, health expenses, So if you need some help, ask somebody. It doesn't mean that you've done a bad job. It just means that for right now, you need somebody else alongside of you to take you on the journey. Absolutely. And and there are other agencies that will help that are not government-related. Absolutely. I I remember a time when I needed help and and I didn't qualify. That's another story for another time. But anyway, (laughs) so quickly, um, because we we are completely out of time. Um, How can people reach you if they have questions about anything we've chatted about today? The best way to reach me is my email, which is silverplate426 at msn.com. I'm always looking at my email. 
Um, so uh, please uh, get, give me an email. Let me know what your needs are, and I will respond as quick as I can. And, and you are good at that. Remember, folks, you can read Leo's columns on our website at christianlivingmag.com by searching Leo Hellier or Real Man's Toolbox under the Columns tab. And that email address is in his bio at the end of each and every article. And don't forget to pick up your copy of the new Christian Living Magazines. It's on the stands this week. Leo, thank you again for joining me today. You bet. I've had a great time, and what a wonderful way to kick off the new year. That brings our time to an end this week. Folks, we invite you back next week when we have a special guest in store for you, someone who will encourage you with hope and inspiration. Happy New Year, everyone. Until next time, God bless. This has been Christian Living Spotlight, an extension of Christian Living Magazine, where it's our desire to deliver faith, hope, encouragement, and perhaps a new perspective about God's love to our listeners and readers as we showcase the hands and feet of Christ at work in our community and beyond. For more information on today's program, the magazine itself, or to subscribe, go to www.christianlivingmag.com or search Christian Living Magazine on Facebook for an uplifting start to each day. Christian Living Magazine is free to pick up in over 600 locations throughout the Treasure and Magic Valleys and in Central Idaho through McCall. Our mailing address is Christian Living Magazine, P.O. Box 867, Meridian, Idaho, 83680. Or you can email us at christianlivingmag at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and we invite you to join us again next week.